I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Let me just turn that up. There we go. There we go. Um, right. Uh, okay. We got a couple of messages in there about people wanting to know what the story is with their face and their um, eyebrows. Because apparently your personality can be, again, 100% scientific. Your personality can be determined by the shape, size and arch of your eyebrows. Could you give us maybe a quick recap on the different styles and shapes and what they all mean? Yes, I can. So the first one is a regular arched eyebrow. So it's the one, the natural one, the untouched, the slightly arched eyebrow. So that means that uh, you're trying to, you're not trying to make a statement. You like things to be straightforward, simple, less complicated. Lovely, yeah. Drama free. Nice. Right? So that's a good way to be, isn't it? Then there's a normal straight. What you see is what you get. Not afraid to be honest. That's straight talking Yeah straight talking that, I mean that's yeah. good isn't it The high arch All about the drama You like to get noticed You <laughs> like to be The centre of attention yeah. The short brow Your attention to detail Makes you a model employee Which I think you kind of are And you do have A short eyebrow Yeah uh, Then you've got the thick eyebrow which means that you are very messy and or- unorganised as a person now we've got loads of actually, actually, that actually that makes way more sense because the bushy messy disgusting eyebrow which shows that you're unorganised and let yourself go has come into fashion it massively has. because I think we're all over the shop I think so too this and a the lot lockdown of, brow a lot of the people that want to get this are usually sitting on Instagram all day and then mm. take pictures of their bushy eyebrows yeah now it looks like you've What's well, a caterpillar or what's another? Yeah, hair caterpillar. Um, it's like a cater- hairy caterpillar on your yeah. face. Yeah. Um, did we get any messages? Other messages? We did. In there? Now, Cassandra has sent in a picture of her eyebrows. Lovely. Uh, they they're very similar to. Um, they're quite straight. They are quite they are, straight. They're very straight. But similar to Elaine's. Similar enough. Now she said, "What about the not able to do your own eyebrows, but you <sighs> want to try anyway?" Um, I would say that you have normal straight, Cassandra, which means that you um, are not afraid to be honest with people. That's a good way to be. Yeah. I mean, maybe sometimes uh, people have taken you up the wrong way because you're just so honest and blunt. Yeah. Do you think Cassandra's a bit blunt? I'd say she is, yeah. Well, I mean, she wants to go for a hike with me. Yeah, she no, no, yeah. there was no pussyfooting about it. It no, was straight it was in. Just, well, I'll go. Let's just go together. Uh, Jacinta has sent in a picture of her lovely eyebrows. Very nice. I think they are kind of like yours. Are they? They are short. Yeah, you got short brows. Your attention to detail makes you a model employee. Oh, model so, employee. Sir, yeah, sir, you're, teacher, teacher, maybe teacher. I'd say a do-gooder. That's do-gooder. what that's what you are. Okay. Um, I have eyebrows like Wurzel Gummidge. Gummidge. <laughs> Sorry. Do not know who Wurzel Gummidge is? No. Oh, who's Wurzel Gummidge? Who's Wurzel Gummidge? Jeremy, who is it? Ah, I apologise in advance. Who's there, Wurzel? Who, what do you mean? Who is, is this Wurzel some like You're Star Trek me. person? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wurzel Gummidge was uh, the captain of the Federation Starship Discovery. Who is it? Yeah, no, he was, uh, he was in, he was in uh, Star Trek. Who is Wurzel Gummidge? Is he a Harry Potter person? No, no, Star Trek captain. No, he's not. He was in seasons one to five of the original Star Trek series with... Uh, Picur- uh, P- uh, P- who are the main ones? See, you don't even know. I know him, though. So show Spock me a picture of him. And is, it, is, he, is this the guy with the eyebrows that kind of flick? Uh, oh, these definitely flick and they billow in the wind. He's an outdoorsy kind of guy, Wurzelish. Okay, know? I still don't know. Uh, me, Matthew and Adele in the famous Glen of Arlo, Tipperary. Who's this in from now? These are lovely sets of eyebrows, Adele. Beautiful. 
Very, the two oh, of them there oh, now. Oh. Yeah. Both straight talking. I would have said so too, yeah. Straight talking. And funny enough, like as a couple, it's interesting to be on the same eyebrow. Well, you Page. wouldn't want a straight talker with a high drama person because the straight talker would, wouldn't be taking any of the drama no. BS off someone and then it'd just be absolute chaos. I'm going to be looking at couples now to see. Ah, uh, you sent me a picture. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's... If you want an eyebrow reading, 0876797104. That's bad now. Send you, they sent you a picture of what? They sent me a picture of uh, Wurzel Gummidge. <laughs> How do you not know who Wurzel is? I don't know. Wurzel? I don't know who he is. I still don't know. He's not a Star Trek person. He is. Captain Wurzel. Commander Wurzel Gummidge. He doesn't. He looks like a scarecrow. He is a scarecrow. What? I'm so confused. How did you not know? I have no idea who this person is. I was back in your days before my time. You should have been all over this. I can't even look it up. This phone doesn't even let me. That's what you look like after the Christmas party or Imrose. It actually is. It is, yeah. It kind of looks like me before the Imrose too (laughs) when I get my tan done. Anyway. For some reason, does it look a bit like Tara? I looks, Tara it looks like both of us. On. Yeah, pushing her and going, what's going on? Um, yeah. That's it now. There you go. Your eyebrow readings have been completed. There you go. Mondays will be for eyebrow readings. Um, bad things are coming. If you have high arch, there's a, a huge new oh, significant no, amount of drama that's I coming. I want high arched eyebrows. How high are we talking? Can you not I just, just draw them on? I just want... No, because the arch, you can't draw an arch. But you have an arch anyway. No, I want like an arch. I want to be more open-eyed. An eyebrow lift. I think, yeah, I, I want an eyebrow lift. Disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Don't think it would suit you, Serge. Well, we'll see, won't we? Well, we'll see, yeah, and you'll have that. I'll come in one day flares. very surprised. Look. <laughs> oh, 24-7. You'll be at a funeral. Why does she still look shocked? Has she not gone over the death yet? No, it's just her eyebrows. It's shocked face 24-7. What a way... What a what a what a time to be alive anyway. Here's Freya Riding's Castles, it's F104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Castles, it's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Uh, just wrapping up your eyebrow readings there. Thank you very much. We didn't even charge anyone for them, so there you go. Apparently the shape of your eyebrows will determine what type of person uh, you are. Now though, uh, without getting too boring. Uh, you might have seen the cases today, your COVID cases, 270. So down a uh, hell of a lot lower than what they've been over the last while. My question to you now, though, is do you think your local is going to be open for Christmas? Oh, I don't think so, no. Oh, don't say that. Sir. I'm so sorry. I, be happy. I, I really don't. Unless they maybe do the old outdoor thing, you know, where you can sit outside in your big jacket, which people will do anyway. Yeah, they will. Just to get uh, a little bit of company and a responsible pint. But I don't think they're going to be open to sit in. No. Uh, according to Matt Neffert and uh, Mr. Tony Houlihan, Dr. Dr. I think Tony Houlihan. Dr. Tony Houlihan is having none of this. Uh, no. He's not. He's not happy about, you know, totally easing up at Christmas. <laughs> We're going to go mental for December. See, that's what would happen, though. If they open the pubs, we will lose our bloody mind. I know. It's like hanging... You know, bait in front of us, and saying, "No, you can't have that." Now, stay there. No, we won't stay there. Yeah. So it turns out the decision on whether or not uh, the pubs will be reopening. Uh, I don't know. We go on about the pubs here a little bit, but especially coming up to Christmas, it's going to be missed if it's not open. Oh, it will. Yeah. Uh, End of November will be when information and decisions will be made. Uh, What do do we think? What what do you think? What do you think? In in your heart of hearts, are we going to have pubs opened? I would say. What what were they like at the start of the the first release from lockdown? You know, you could go in, you had to book, you had to be socially distant, you had to leave after an hour forty five, you had to have food. Are we going to return back to that come December, where you'll be able to book into your local for a Christmas point with some of the lads over the other side of the room behind a, a visor and a, and a divider, and you not being able to really chat to them? Are they going to be open? Uh, yes or no? Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. I think the advice from Neffel will be no. The, not the only thing is. We have a lot of people saying we hope so, but it's looking unlikely. Fingers crossed. I just mm. wonder. I just wonder. That was a, a just announcements today. No decisions have been made by any of the fancy nephew people. But if people. you think about it, I mean, a lot of people are abroad as well. And there's no kind of talk about travel, whether it's safe to, to come home for Christmas. Sure, they have a new uh, uh, red, white and blue. <laughs> the traffic light system for the European countries. That's kind of in. But I know what you mean. You know, it's not advised to come home, so will they really open a pub? Probably not. You See, know, they're try- if they're trying to limit 
the spread of this virus, they're not going to do anything that's going to uh, jeopardize our health. I know. And that will obviously travel and pubs opening. People are going to get careless. Traveling is probably not ideal. Do you think think we're going to be slightly open for December and everyone's going to lose their minds? Yeah. And then we'll be locked down for January? Yeah, that's what I think think is going to happen. I think they'll probably go to phase three again, like we were in before. The gyms will open. I think, you know, hairdressers, the likes will open up. And uh, I don't know if they're going to bring in that whole kind of 24-hour shopping. Have you heard about that? So Penny's wanted to do that. I think it's a brilliant idea. Try and deal with some of the... Overflow, and again, the last time I think I can't remember if it was before or after lockdown we chatted to. I can't remember the name of the lady who runs the hairdressers. I can't even remember where it was. Somewhere in Dublin, mm. who was doing twenty four hour hair saloning uh, yes. to try and deal to try and deal with the backlog. But I think it will stop crowds of people queuing together, which is ridiculous. Even yesterday, I went for a walk on a beach near me, and when I mean crowded. Because no one has anywhere to go and nothing to do, and that's their kind of day yeah, out. Yeah, they're kind of not on top of each other anyway. They're kind of oh, out they and were, about and walking. No, they were on top of each other. I'm Work. telling you, yeah, humping each other while they're out literally for a walk. humping each other <laughs> on top of each other. No, but it does. It, it, that's what happens, you know, when you restrict people. Then once you reopen, everyone just loses their mind. But so we can't keep we can't keep locking down and opening back up again. That's no, insane. Can't. If you have um, shops running 24, 24 hours a day, I like where you're going Christmas, with this. So you want the pubs to be open 24 hours 24 a day? 24 hours a day. Shops <laughs> open 24 hours a day. There'll be no crowds. People yeah, can yeah. go whenever they want. There's a, uh, We've chatted to um, a few people before on like looking to change the laws around Dublin with regards to opening hours and want to see 24 yeah. hours potentially down the line uh, some better laws brought in for, for publicans, nightclubs and bar owners. 24 hours. You could argue that, you know what, you can go into the pub from 2am to 4am yeah. uh, and listen, at least there'll be less people. It won't be like 100 people squashed on top of each other. Maybe that's answer 24 hour opening that would in suit Dublin. us it would we, we could, could go book after in the show. at 2 and you know before that when we finish the show we could go and do our Christmas shopping there you go then go back into the pub yeah. and then go home again I think so just wonder the, just, I just wonder as well like is it going to get to the point where cafe owners and restaurant owners and hotels and publicans are going to turn around and go yeah we're just open because we can't actually do this I think they're going to get pissed off to be a, a, a revolution from the hospitality sector I wonder like, can't keep many more businesses open and closing like that. Well, you definitely can't. I think it's detrimental to them. And imagine Ireland without pubs. Can you imagine? Oh my God! Sure, it wouldn't be Ireland anymore. You'd have to change the name of the country. Yeah, that's what you'd have to that do. Is like, it. good We'd luck. Be shut down. You're like, and back to the real years be so miserable. And then 2020 came along, and all the pubs had to close. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Who's this in from now? That'd be a bit miserable. I don't know who this is in from. There is no name. Uh, pubs will be closed till next year. When next year? When are you thinking next year, person who said this to 0876797? I, I also when? love on the 5th of November, bring back Sersha. As oh, if you had go. just kicked me out and did, said, yeah. go home, you're not coming uh, back uh, in. There was a petition, we removed her, <laughs> we removed her from power, we overthrew her, and we were like, nope, good luck, see you by it. There was a coup. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so that's what we're thinking. If you think you're local, or just even the pubs are going to be open normally, so you can sit down and have a pint for Christmas, maybe, or it could be, I don't know, just Pfizer just. Hook it up to my veins. Just give it to everyone. Yeah, I think pubs are going to be open around March. I think so too. Ah, uh, no. I do. I honestly think it's going to be... Uh, what if they put the vaccine March in the April. beer? Just do it that way. So you <laughs> had to go for a pint to get vaccinated. Because you know the way the vaccine they're doing at the moment, it needs two injections. So you need your first one. Yeah. And then like a couple of weeks later, you need your second one. And then job done, happy days. According to the, the current news that's coming out today. I know, I know. Still needs to be investigated and examined further. I get that. But if they were to deliver it in, in pint form. Because here's the other thing. It needs to be stored in incredibly uh, cold freezers. So this is the whole thing. This room would be in. perfect. This room would be absolutely perfect. We'd Bloody Baltic again. <laughs> We'd have the room 104 uh, a vaccination program. But like uh, pubs yeah. have uh, all, all the facilities that you need. Roll it out. Nine euro for a meal, a vaccine and a pint. Or put it into the beer. Because the beer is kept in the cold room. Yeah, I think a lot of people would take it then. Um, It would be like a Pfizer IPA. You just have a pint of Pfizer. A pint of COVID-19 and two Pfizers. Thank you very much. And you're just having a nice beer and you're getting vaccinated at the same time. Do you think we'll have a Paddy's Day? Oh. Because we didn't last year. Will we have a Paddy's Day? We did not have a Paddy's Day. I don't think we're... Because that's March. No. You don't think so? I don't think we're going to have... Not not, not in the same way. We're not going to have a parade. We're not going to have a Paddy's Day parade. No, I don't think so. What? No way. We're going to go, everyone's going to go mad, right, in December. 
to be loads of illegal lock-ins that are already continuing right now, right? And that'll get even worse. So all the country pubs are going to ignore all the rules. All the cafes and restaurants and hotels are going to go mental. We'll see a spike in January. We'll have to lock down and they'll have to cancel patties again. No, don't say that. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going with. That's what I'm going with. Okay, we're in November. December, January, February, March. Four months. We've four months. Well, we've got Christmas. We are in a lockdown. Look, look, take out your phone there, right? And look at the uh, COVID-19 app and, and look at the, the spike. So we had a grand June, July, August and then everything opened up and we went mental. It'll open up again. What do you think? Now, who's this in from? Don't like when you don't have any names. Okay. I think that they will be open in December for the economy alone. Yeah. They might get a bit of pressure. The, the the restaurants and the cafes and the hotels have taken a kick in the teeth. They have. Constantly. Yeah, loads really of places have. have closed forever and never going to be able to reopen. I just think, yeah, maybe. It's, it's just going to be madness though. It really is going to be mad. Put and in a way in the beer, lads. It's kind of a pity that Christmas is so close. Because I think if Christmas was... Six months away. Yeah, six months away, we'd be grand. And everyone would get a vaccine for Christmas. Yeah. In the stocking. There That's you are now. Yeah. What there did you get? Go. Take that. A Toblerone and a vaccine. But I think we'd all be... We'd have nothing to kind of be looking forward to in these months if Christmas was six months away. Right, okay. You know, we were kind it's of fine fun. March, April, May because nothing really happens then. It's tough one. It's now, tough we're all eager to get out. And, and what it makes it even worse is that it feels like it's 10 o'clock at like half four now. Oh, it's bizarre, isn't it? So miserable, isn't it? Yeah. Four o'clock, it's getting dark and uh, yeah, the day just drags on. But look, we'll get there. Fingers crossed it's good news. Yeah. Fingers crossed good news out from Pfizer today as well. But as, as well as this, right, just for the crack, uh, if this vaccine gets approved this time next year, are you going to be one of the first people to take it? I just want to know, will you be up for taking Pfizer's vaccine? Because I've met so many people today who are like, great news, Ooh, not taking it. I'm going to be first up there I'll be first in the queue going hook it to my veins give it to me and then open the pubs no but listen let us know obviously it's uh, it's a new type of vaccine it, it feels like it's been obviously developed incredibly quickly and yes of course there's going to have to be uh, huge amounts of uh, scrutiny and I know a lot of people are probably worried because they're like well I've no idea what this thing is going to do but would you be up for taking it would you take the vaccine if it was made available tomorrow um, would you go down to your pharmacy or your doctors and take it? Let us know. 87 We'll get a feel of how people in Dublin are responding to uh, the news of the vaccine. Would you take it if it was available to you tomorrow? 87 Back in a moment with music from Ray. Love your life. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Reminder, you can listen back to the shows and subscribe to the Room 104 podcast on whatever podcast platform that you are using. It's kind of a happy-ish kind of Monday, chatting there about the pubs reopening. No news, no signs, no indications that they're going to be open fully for your Christmas pints with the lads. But listen... Listen, who knows, um, we'll f- it'll, the decisions will be made about the pubs at the and the cafes and restaurants at the end of the month. So another 21 days to go, another three weeks to go, and then we might have a bit of a better idea about what the situation is. Yep. Um, but just want to know, obviously you heard the news. Everyone's been talking about the Pfizer vaccine that ha- has been announced today. It's successfully passed through phase three trials with a 90% success or efficacy rate, success rate. Good news, they're only aiming or predicting 50 to 60%. So it looks good and there's a ton more research and uh, scrutiny to be done because they didn't release any data, blah, 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 all that stuff. Just want to know, we'll get a feel for the city this evening now. If it was made available to you tomorrow, would you take it? 0876797104. Straight away, I'll be like, I'm all over that. I'd be up top of the queue and I'd be like give that to me right now Emily has messaged in to say not a hope I'll take it <sighs> Gar has also agreed with you saying yes I'll definitely take it you see me um, and Gar are going to go out and going to get a vaccine and then we can head in for a pint and go don't worry about it lads we're good from job Keith, done Keith said yes I would take it because um, I know it's really 50-50 split and obviously there's it, it, it seems a little bit uh, terrifying and scary because this is the first one ever and everyone's all like oh don't know it's all that uncertainty. Yeah, Keen said he'd take it as well. Most people are saying they would take it. I put this into my family WhatsApp group earlier on and uh, one of my brothers said, I don't want to find out in five years' time that I don't have any fingers left. That my fingers are just going to fall off. And my sister is a is a dietitian. She works in Liverpool and she said she is probably going to get it before a lot of other people because of 
you know her job in the hospital and she can't wait to take it yeah so you know it, it's kind of can you imagine can you imagine right uh, this is the worst pandemic we've ever had in 100 years and this is the this is like the worst way of living that I think it anyone is. has ever experienced and anyone will experience yeah ever just a horrifically grim grim boring inhumane way of living inhumane is a perfect word for yeah, it yeah because it's inhumane. not the way anyone is meant to be living ever no. right and everyone's all pissed off and you're probably frustrated and annoyed and angry and just like blah yeah and then scientists who have been working, I would say, like 20-hour days. Uh, they're like gods. Loads of them. They are gods. They're just, you know, trying as hard as I can, blood, sweat and tears, into developing this as quickly as possible. Yeah. And then they're like, we have finally done it. They're like, oh my God, this is amazing. We have finally done it. Well done, us. And then no one takes it. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Um, the alternative is don't don't take well so I, I think I think it's going to happen is it's going to be interesting how this is uh, communicated and marketed because I don't think they can go with science because you know there's loads of misinformation out there anyway and people are confused and scared and terrified like they need to make it sexy they need to like make craft Pfizer IPAs with the vaccine in it so people are like oh yeah I got the new Pfizer COVID-19 really tasty really nice the hops in it are beautiful complements the vaccine very well Nicole said, I would take it if I was elderly, but I'm not, so I'm not taking it. Jacinta said, yes, even though I hate needles, I'll definitely take it. Um, so what are we looking at? Like a 50-50 split coming in this? here now? Yeah, 50-50 split. Now, this is in from Lucian has said, I prefer, I prefer treatment more than a vaccine. But you won't need the treatment. Um, Lucian, you'll be on a ventilator not being able to breathe. <gasps> Liam has said, take a little jab. tomorrow, no. 90% efficiency is nice, but wanting to hear what the side effect data was and so on. Fair enough. They have not released that. And uh, I think that's what a lot of people are worried about. Yeah. I'm taking it. I don't care. I'm taking it straight up. Um, obviously, that's going to come out over the next month because it won't be... It mightn't even be signed off. This is the whole thing. This is a great day. And then yeah. they might turn around and go, lads, uh, we can't actually sign you off on this because why? Because Tom's after growing a foot out of his face. Exactly. So. But I don't think that's going to be the case. And I wonder, is it going to be something like... Um, yeah, and Dave has said, I'd probably wait until I see side effects first. And see, that's the thing. It could be, It could be years. It could be 10 years before anyone kind of... But I, I severe think the way, side effects or whatever. The, the, but I don't think there will be because the way, obviously there'll be some side effects because everyone you know you don't get it, get it. But the way that this is done, this is a new vaccine using uh, mRNA, mRNA, so it's kind of genetically altering the virus in a way that renders it useless. So it's not necessarily a random thing that they put in that's going to change your whole. It, it'd be very targeted and specific and precise. Is it similar to anything else that we may have taken? No, never. Okay. This is completely new, which also raises its own problems. I just wonder if you were to, to do it tomorrow. And then the other option is we continue locking up, shutting down, opening back up, uh, locking down, opening up for a little bit, locking down or... Now, what I'd be un- uh, concerned about is would they ever be able to enforce it that you cannot work in a company without taking this virus? Or is that the, this vaccine for the virus? What's the story with the MMR? You, because you have that. Yeah, I have that. Yeah. I have that as well, and that was administered in school. Now yeah. I'm sure if that you... was a bloody sore one, wasn't it? Do you remember that? <laughs> I can't remember. I just remember some guy that I went to class with. Carl was his name. Did Always remember this. No, he had a, he had when I a conniption. He had a fit. He was screaming. Oh no! They nearly had to pin him down to the ground. His legs were like ah, like Stop. screaming at the top of his voice. I just remember being all like. Just chill out, man. Just take your little sugar cube and go on. I know. Yeah, uh, job done. Now this is from Adam. First time texter by the way um, Hi, I take it myself but I would like to see the statistics before giving it to my daughter that's fair, fair enough, enough. Yeah, that uh, fair. that's fair enough as well but you, what, were, what were you asking there beforehand you'd like to see the side, side effects. effects or something else I can't remember what you said what did you say what did I say yeah what did I say I don't know I don't know what you said about it anyway but, yeah uh, and listen let us know if they came around with it tomorrow for you they're like here listen we have the vaccine we've been breaking our backside and trying to get this done oh no what I was we'll saying sorry for, inter- for interrupting I was saying about um, if they made it mandatory to take oh, it oh sorry that's what you were saying yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, that's what I got to the school thing because I'm, I'm not sure that that was mandatory I think you always had to sign permission I don't think they should make it ma- mandatory either because then you're just gonna uh, inflame a hell of a lot of people and annoy a hell of a lot of people and but- by the way I'm absolutely not an anti- anti-vaxxer by any means you, know, you were out at the doll the other day leading the <laughs> charge she was there just smashing syringes over everyone's heads going boom but you know those parents that decide to not vaccinate their kids going yep. to school yeah, and yeah. I just don't agree with that at all obviously um, yeah but, so, like, this is but the they don't enforce it that's it, the thing I know yeah I know you don't have to enforce it but I think you need 
And for this, we'll probably need like 80 to 90 percent of the population to be vaccinated or how for it to work it for us to get herd immunity because mm. even with measles now in the UK I think it was last year or the year before they lost their measles free status because so many people weren't taking a vaccination that now pockets of it started popping up all over the place oh wow yeah which is bad so mm. uh, they'll have to do a big propaganda campaign looking at the benefits of vaccinations but uh, it'll be interesting let, listen, let us know if uh, this vaccine from Pfizer was made available for you tomorrow would you have the confidence to go and take it no problem or would you be a little bit Ooh. I mean I would be a little bit concerned Ooh. and I would be a bit wary and I think if I was in the older category uh, this sounds really bad now but if you were in your 80s right would you really be worried Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Being about the side effects in 10 years' time. Well, Probably the side not. effects might be you're, worse if you're older. I don't know. What? Yeah, but I mean, okay. The chance of you maybe getting COVID and passing away would be kind of nearly higher than your fear of what side effects, from the vaccine. Side effects you're going to have. Fair enough. For a younger person, or as Adam said, you know, his child, I'd be very, very wary about I know, I know. It's, it's just, uh, we, we won't actually, it'll be kind of, if only half of, of people take it, it'll be pointless. Because we won't achieve immunity and then all the old vulnerable people will die anyway. And we'll exactly. be like, lads, anyway. Now, Francis, by the way, has just jumped evening, in there evening, as well. Francis. Not a hope in hell, never ever. Why? Why, Francis? Why, 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 why? Let interesting, me know. interesting. I would have said now, overall, the messages were nearly 50-50. Yeah, it's interesting. If it popped up tomorrow, and listen, not even tomorrow, if this is signed off safe, how are you feeling with regards to take it? So many people are like, Meh. I think, do you know what? I think it'll probably take one to three years for people to jump on board, provided they're, it's fine. I you know, think so let's too. Say it's, it's provided it's fine. But um, do they know how long after taking a vaccine do you normally get side effects or where? when do they present themselves? Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. So I think that could but be But sometimes if people like, get the uh, flu vaccine, they get sick for a couple of days afterwards, like sniffles and, and flu-y, but not bad. And then they're grand. What was the other vaccine that came out a few years ago and there was terrible bad side effects? Oh, I can't remember. In kids, teenagers. Can't, can't remember. even remember what that was. Uh, listen, vacci- vaccinations. Vaccinations and sanitations, mm. the two greatest innovations in our society, which have reduced child mortality rates and extended life and extended health. All those great things. I know. Scary old time because no one knows what's going on. Jesus, this message that came in. What? Not a hope would I take the vaccine. Feed it to a bat. No, no, no. The bat's already immune the from it. The immune. bats aren't dying. Yeah. They're grand. No. You could lick a bit of an infected bat and you might get yourself inoculated. Let us know. 0876797104. I'd have absolutely no problem taking it if it was made available tomorrow. I know a lot of people are a little bit more risk averse when it comes to these things. So maybe a little bit worried and you just want to see how it goes. You're not an early adopter. You'll be like, listen, let's see how it goes. I definitely would not take it tomorrow. 100% not. No? No way. Not tomorrow. I would not jump in a queue tomorrow to get a vaccine that has not been tested. Can you imagine? Tried and tested. Can you imagine the queues? Then when you would, you'd just be like, oh, mother of God. Mm. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon.
the, the news a little bit earlier on uh, about Pfizer with some good news and fingers crossed you've obviously heard the news if you haven't heard the news some good news from their phase 3 trials it seems to be 90% effective on the people that they tried it out with over 40,000 people I think were part of this study anyway we're just wondering um, if, 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 if the vaccine was made available tomorrow uh, how would you feel about taking it would you be like yeah hook it up to my veins straight away or you'd be like oh I don't know because a lot of people that I've spoken to today and maybe some people that you were uh, listening to today or speaking to today were, were the same they were kind of like oh I don't know if I'd actually uh, take that but listen let us know yes or no would you be taking Pfizer's vaccine if it was available tomorrow 87 yeah we've got a few messages that have come in now when it's ready and signed off absolutely yes I would take it fair enough I have one that I cannot read out that's saying a certain someone should maybe take it first certain politician who's in yeah. trouble lately in, in this country exactly yeah uh, hello there look at the smallpox virus Ebola for example half the world would be dead now only for vaccines we should all be happy that these people have got a vaccine we don't have three years to wait half the world could be dead in three years that's why Pfizer is pushing this through as fast as possible also I'm not trying to be biased here or anything but it's being tested 43,000 people are on trials right now. Uh, Also, I guarantee you that anyone that's saying they won't take the vaccine, if they were in hospital on their deathbed and they had the choice, would they take it or die? Not even that. If your mates were inside the pub and you had to be vaccinated to go in, would you take it or not? I mean, it wouldn't even need to be that bad. It's just, I said this, uh, what I'm really, really trying to hold myself back from is obviously today has been a kind of a a good enough day. News over the last nine, ten months has just been miserable. Yeah. Uh, And life has been absolutely pathetic and annoying and frustrating and suffocating and all those kind of things. And it's just been bad news story followed by bad news story. It's like, okay, Pandy's day has been cancelled. Now we're going into lockdown. Okay, now we're out of lockdown. Oh, you're back in lockdown. Sorry about that now. So I, I really, I'm trying to not be too pessimistic here. And, you know, because part of me feels this is great news today. And then next week it'll be like, ah, oh, sorry, they forgot to carry the one. And now we can't actually give that vaccine uh, approval. So I'm I'm trying to be hopeful. But part of me is like, oh, I don't, I don't want to get too excited. This year has been so full of uh, pessimism and bad news that I don't want to say, yes, we're turning a corner in case it's like you turn the corner and just a roadblock there and you're like, ah, oh, no. It's interesting though because no. when we're talking of this vaccine, I think a lot of people are now kind of obviously in two minds of whether they're going to take it or not or the side effects and that seems to be a big issue. Whereas I was talking to you during the break, I took the vaccine for cerv- the cervical cancer vaccine, yeah. which when I took it, I was six- 16 or 17 I'm now 32, whenever that is. So now it's obviously in schools and whatever. Yeah. And But I would have been probably one of the first to take yeah. that. I'm did you fine. grow a second head? Not yet, no. Well, you have horns on your I head. I do have horns. <laughs> I had them before, though. Oh, did you? I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Obviously, no one likes going, going first on these things when we haven't had... No, they don't. But like at the time... There was no talk of, you know, the side effects to this or so much so that you wouldn't take it. You thought, well, if this is going to, you know, decrease my chances of getting this, I'll I'll take it. And they probably won't do this, but they did this in the movie Contagion. Did you ever watch that that movie? No, you asked me. I still haven't watched it. It's such a good movie. It's it's a terrifying movie to watch during the middle of a lockdown, during the middle of a pandemic, but definitely, definitely watch it. Who's in it? Lawrence Fishburne is in it. Is Ben Affleck in it? He, no, Matt Damon. Matt Damon or Ben Affleck I always get those two mixed up mm. I think it might be Matt Damon who's in it and who else is in it oh you're one she dies in I can't remember her name British actress very good anyway uh, they have a thing at the end when they finally get the vaccine approved that you get um, like proof of vaccination you get like a document or you get you get a little lanyard put on yeah. your wrist so is it going to be a case of like that's a bit creepy though isn't it that's a but bit but you kind of understand that that's what might need to happen so that if you want to go into a pub or a supermarket or a cinema people <laughs> you know <laughs> sorry listen I'll get over the pub thing but let's say you want to go into the gym or you want to go into a sun or a steam room or you want to go shopping you can be like yeah grand job and at least people are protected then and schools protected then you're going to have you're going to have uh, factions like the Hunger Games where there'll be the vaccinated and the unvaccinated no oh, chaos that's they'll have nightclubs where you'll have to have your golden vaccinated wristband or you're not getting in yeah that'll be electric picnic next year could you imagine yeah it'll be imagine. like 400 quid for your ticket plus another 180 euro for the covid vaccination if the covid vaccination was there on hand to let like you could not enter into electric picnic without taking it everyone would take it but you know what the, speaking of electric picnic as well i've seen so many people doing this or commenting this earlier on saying that so many people are now saying ah here i'm not gonna touch the vaccine but have no problem dropping whatever it is they're handed at a rave 
You know, oh, absolutely. You've no problem yeah. dropping a few blue ghosties, lads, yeah. but you have a bit of an issue taking a vaccine that's been developed by scientists. Yeah, it's listen, pretty bad. Listen, it's going to be, it, it, fingers crossed, there's not, uh, there's no dangerous side effects at all and it's safe and it gets signed off, but we just don't know. Well, just, that's what Dean has said. I would only take it if it was absolutely necessary, way too early with side effects and whatever else. Fingers crossed, there's no side effects. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Now, listen, I know the side effects with absolutely everything, but like, fingers crossed for 95, 99% of the people were good to go. Yeah. Otherwise, we just have more lock-ins. Lock-ins. No, we don't even have any no, lock-ins. No, you definitely don't have a lock-in. <laughs> we have lockdowns. Yeah. That's the other solution. We have lockdowns for the rest of our lives. Oh, don't say that. Can Please don't say the that. The year is 2031 and we're into lockdown 558. I want a holiday so bad. <sighs> You've no idea. Such first world problems, isn't really? It? That's I all I want. To get away to I just Caribbean want to go to Spain. I just want to sit in a beach and have a responsible glass of wine on the beach. Okay, That's right. So, if you could go on holidays once you were vaccinated, are you getting the vaccine? Oh yeah, I would. <laughs> oh would, god, yeah, I would. You'd have it. You kind of need like your flu jabs anyway, didn't you? I got shots for. I never got a flu jab. Uh, not the flu. What do you get when you're going away? I got. Um, oh, is in when you're going to like I went to Africa and I had to get loads of different. Yeah. Shots. What are those ones that you get? So you got them as well and you were yeah, fine? Yeah, I did get them, yeah. So what are the ones uh, you need to get injections for over there? What's... I can't remember the... Hepatitis, I think hepatitis, I got Hepatitis, yeah. A, B Hep- and C. A, B and C. And then There's you obviously have to take those... Um, malaria, malaria tablets. tablets I never yeah. got them, nor did I take them. Did I was, you not? I, I was fine. That's yeah. one I definitely would now. Again, like... Um, maybe I should have, but I didn't. And I was fine, thankfully, in the end. But listen. Sure, look, you can let us know... Uh, if Pfizer's vaccine was made available to you tomorrow and listen if it was signed off if and when if it got approved by uh, the Irish and the EU regulators tomorrow and they deemed it safe and they went through all their checks I'm not saying they rushed anything I'm just saying they did all their checks crossed the T's dotted the I's and they said you know what this is actually effective 90% effective and it's incredibly safe it's as safe as all the other vaccines you've already taken are you taking this one tomorrow if it was made available and deemed safe 0876797104 yes or no you can let us know why FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. For a quick reminder as well, you can save a man's life. All you need to do is go for a dick run. It is our FM 104 dick run in, in association with and partnering with and trying to help Movember. As you know, November is Men's Health uh, Awareness Month. So Movember, the largest men's charity in the world. They help men with prostate, testicular cancer, mental health issues as well. One of the only charities actively actively doing that and providing huge amount of support and resources so myself and Saoirse are going to be have been running dick runs every single day for the month of November and will continue to do so if you want to get involved it's very easy you just go for a run in the shape of a willy uh, use a GPS or a fitness tracker app to draw out said willy post that online tag three of your mates use the hashtag fm104dickrun and you're done that's all you have to do yeah now I did a lovely one today it was nice and small as a lot of people commented on my Instagram saying beautiful um, yeah yeah nice small little penis but a lot of people have small penises and that's fine it's not a 3k run it's not a 5k it's not a 10k it can no. be running to the end of your road and back once it's in the shape of a penis you track that using map my run a Fitbit a Garmin whatever it is you have and then you can just post that online so everyone hates running I hate running Search hates running hates it. you probably hate running as well but running in the shape of a willy makes it slightly more bearable even when I was doing it today it was lashing rain oh, and was all it? I thought of was oh, just no. focus on the willy it's fine <laughs> and I did and I got it done it's how Saoirse gets through the most difficult periods in her life yeah. just focus on the D always uh, and you can get it done so listen you can do uh, one ball two ball no balls it doesn't really matter if you want some uh, inspiration you can head on over to FM104 uh, the Instagram page for FM104 the video is up there now and also just search the hashtag fm 104 Dick Run, an actual campaign we're running here for the rest of the month, um, which is uh, that's an impressive feat to say the say the least. How we got that signed off, anyway. Um, let us know if you're planning on doing one. Tag us. Use the hashtag F104 Dick Run. Tag three of your mates, and let's keep this going. And if you want more information or a link to donate as well, FM104.ie forward slash Dick Run. On the way next, how are you able to tell if somebody is lying to your face via text? Different skill set you might need, but we'll chat about that in a few moments. And we'll have music from Joel Curry that's on the way next here on FM104. FM104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. 
Martin Sersha here. Now, because we don't like doing face-to-face conversations or phone calls at all, I still get f- unknown number anxiety anytime someone called today. Someone called me today and from unknown number. Oh, and I just, no. Nope, straight to voicemail. We'll deal with that afterwards. Uh, so, you know, maybe we're, we're not uh, talking to each other face-to-face anymore. And we've obviously been doing a lot more texting and instant messaging and DMing over the last while. But it turns out there are a few things to look out for if you believe that the person that you are currently WhatsApping, messaging or texting might be lying to you. Yes, so how can you tell if someone is lying to you through a text? Now, we've all had suspicions about people lying about excuses that they've come up with when yeah. they're meant to be going out and yeah. night out and they just make up some random stuff and you're not sure whether to believe them or not. But... I would say, can I harvest a guess at one of, one of these things? Yeah. Is it going into too much detail? Oh, you could be could be correcting right there because you find it you know because sometimes when you're trying to make an excuse you're like oh I can't because of this and you try and justify it even more you're like no it's because well the granny's dead and the funeral's on tomorrow and then I have to get a suit before that and you keep going on and on and on and on as yeah. opposed to yeah you're compensating for the fact that you're lying through your teeth of course you are texts. yeah that definitely is um, nail on the head so it seems yeah. both Sorry. Yeah, both men and women use longer sentences when they no, really? intended to lie. Oh God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna start trawling through all the messages I've ever gotten, and from the messages, if you send in long messages to us this evening, now turns out you're lying. Yeah, you probably are lying. You're a lying scumbag, and we hate you, and you're off the friends list, and now you're on the enemies list. That's it. Women's sentences are thirteen percent longer. When they're lying, whereas men's are two percent longer. So women obviously overly. So are we saying that men are obviously easier to are better text liars than women? Definitely, less obvious. Less obvious. Yeah. Now both men and women show slight increases in their frequencies when composing untruthful messages. Common words to use are probably and maybe. So. If somebody is using probably and maybe more, they're probably maybe lying. They are probably maybe lying. Wow. Mm, Yeah. And obviously overly complex answers to simple questions. Yeah, that's always the case. Getting yourself tied up in knots because you just don't feel comfortable. You don't feel comfortable. Telling the truth. Most people don't grill you on it in a message. Not that kind of way. When's the last lie you've told? In a message. Anytime. In a message. I, I can't think of... When's the last lie I told... You know, probably something like, oh, you oh look, yeah, you look yeah. Great. I, I told no, I told yeah. my mom that I wasn't in when I was. She and she's outside call knocking on the door. She was, yeah. going, she was like, oh, I'm over near your area. Will I just call in? And I was like, oh, I'm oh, actually sorry. out for a walk. So yeah, but I just messaged her saying, sorry, I'm out for a walk. No, in fairness, I did. I wrote back again, going, well, I could call over maybe next week, and then maybe we go for a walk. Whereas, if I wasn't lying and I was actually out, I probably would have just said I'm out for a walk. Yeah, but I felt the need to send the second message. So yeah, that's because of the guilt got you. Guilt got me, yeah. Um, so lying by omission was very common. So referring to telling half the truth but leaving out specific details. Like they actually gave an example of this. And when life had kind of returned, yeah. or if it returns, saying to your girlfriend, "Yeah, no, I did go home after work," but then you went out with the lads after. Like you, you went home, home but then, yeah, yeah, for like five minutes, yeah, changed yeah. the shirt, put on a pair of shoes, yeah. legged it out. You just didn't got tell smashed. That part. So you're not lying essentially, but you're. I like leaving that. Out a I lot like of that. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that one. Yeah, because you you feel better about yourself, then you're like, I don't feel guilty. You've thrown them a bone, and then you go, Oh, sorry, did I not? Oh no, I thought no, you I knew. meant that I went home, oh, but I of course you, yeah. I went out with the lads. I told you, yeah, no, I, I didn't think it was an issue. Or this one, yeah. If you, if sorry, if someone asks you a question, and then you respond as if they didn't ask it, as in you just completely blank them. Yeah, as in say if you said. But you were you said you got the dart and then if they write back on look, I was really stressed and I had to go and grab my dress and they're just avoiding the question. I like Because they know they lied. Did you leave the immersion on all day and are we gonna have a huge electricity bill? Mm. You're like, leave me alone. I was dirty. Yeah, leave me alone. Yeah. I needed I needed a shower and I hadn't got time for the heating to come on. Yeah. And lastly, overusing the word honest. I am honest. So probably maybe an overuse of the word honest. Honest, yeah. If you feel like you need to Honestly, say that you're no, honest. It's, it's, uh, honest to God, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. God, now. Oh, I like this one. Okay. Who's this? It's better to lie. If you say, because I don't want to, the other person will keep pestering you and you'll end up saying, F off. Is <laughs> that a text? Come that's a text. Okay. <laughs> Dear Mitch. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, no, in fairness, it is. Yeah, I'm try- uh, yeah. Sometimes it is easier to lie, though, isn't it? To get away with, there's nothing worse than a text fight. There's nothing worse. I haven't had a text fight in years. 
with herself no? yeah no so she hasn't sent you a did you get that done did you do that you and know, then you write we back we probably going, have and I just can been completely oblivious <sighs> to her I'm just like oh, whatever I don't care uh, oh no I hate them and they're never ending and they get vicious no I've I've been in many text wars I don't think lads have text fights no they do because women force them to do it because <laughs> you were meant mm. to do something and then you act like you weren't and then yeah, suddenly it's, it's World War 3 no I don't know what you're, what you're on about God I've I've had many and I hate them like I'm I'm hoping that they give you and men are stupid by the way because men don't lie well do you know what I mean they don't or they're too honest and upfront. They'll leave. Up. They'll leave your one in the bed. Yeah, yeah, they will. Like, oh, yeah, like, no, I wrote her. You'll say, uh, you know, that person, like you were meant to go to her house or something, and then he'll say, "Oh no, I was going out with the lads." Mm. Don't say that. At least make an excuse up. You forget, and then that turns into a massive. Hurt. Do you think? Do you think women are better liars than men? Yeah. One of What was the last? Not, the last lie you told, or maybe the worst one you told. I'm trying to think of the worst lie. Although in fairness, we told. we looked at a study before that said that men lie more than women do. Oh, well, again, maybe on a daily basis, like well, maybe that survey couldn't be accurate because there's so much lying going on into the answering. Who knows? Oh, true. You have no idea. Doesn't let us know. I'm trying to think the biggest lie. I remember I was meeting someone for a thing for a meeting. Completely forgot about it. Oh, I'm talking. No. This person had to come like a half an hour, an hour down to me. It's like completely so forgot about it. And then I, I can't remember what lie it was, but it definitely blew them off. I was like, oh, sorry, it wasn't, it wasn't, no. it wasn't, it wasn't my fault. A uh, mate of mine had uh, three grannies die on him in the one year because <laughs> he didn't, because he was too hung over to get up and play football the next morning. Did so he say he this to you? No, no, no. He said this to like the manager. Oh, so you would text the manager going, oh, sorry, man. Oh, Granny died. And then the third message, the third time is happened literally in, in less than a year, one season. They're like, how many grannies do you have? Didn't have a didn't have that many anyway. I would have been like, oh well, you know, my great aunt we called a granny. So oh, that's, good. Oh, it was she know. was actually the neighbour, but we grew up with her anyway. Yeah, that so would have been a good a one. Yeah, honestly, probably, maybe, who knows? And <laughs> uh, let us know if any any totally good whopper lies, or maybe some have been told to you. Let us know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Here's FM one hundred four's Room one hundred four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. And uh, we must mention as well tomorrow on the show, Michelle Grimes, our Irish. Select Irish track of the week. She's going to be on playing a Poker Face tomorrow night and we'll have a Control-Alt-Delete. Uh, the roundup of the tech stories from all over the world, uh, including one of, you know guys who do that Red Bull like wingsuit jumping where they jump off the top of a mountain, fly yeah. over and, and nearly crack themselves off the, the rocks and it looks insane, right? Uh, they're after creating a motorised version of that. So you can have a wingsuit which has your parachute in it that you can jump off a cliff or the top of a mountain. But now they've got a motorised one so you can go about 200 miles an hour. Just in your little wingsuit. As you do. Yeah, as you do. So, listen, we'll chat a bit more, uh, uh, a little bit more about that tomorrow night on the show. And what am I asking, Miss Antoine? Is there something else? No, uh, that's it for now. Anyway, also, um, now we just quickly got a text in there about the worst lies people have uh, told to you. Yeah, this is Seriously? this is a lie and a half, really. Um, I'm not going to say your name, just in case. Uh, a girl once told me I was the father of her child. I did a test. And I wasn't. I don't believe that. I've heard that happen before. Oh, really? Absolute scumbags who do that to, to men. Honestly, I think that it's is... It's a little funny. It's a little funny because they'll be freaking out for a little bit. Oh, it's so bad though. Yeah, but obviously in that case, it was somebody that was trying to... To con him, he, he just wrote back saying it's true. Was trying to convince him that he was probably to get money off him and all the how rest long, How long, good texter, sir, were you... Uh, and how many men would double check that? You know, no. you tend to, uh, like, okay, I don't know if someone turned around and, and told you you were the father of their child, would you yeah. just take it as face on face value? Would you be like, oh, great, uh, I'll fairness, be over tomorrow with a in present. Fairness, if you had any doubts, how much of a scumbag would you look like as a guy? You know what I mean? If you turned around, like, if you turned, if you were with someone and they turned around, they're like, you're the father of blah, 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 and you're like, mm. well, I don't believe it, then what are you implying? You're implying that I'm sleeping with every second man under the sun. You you would you would be deemed such such a scumbag for even suggesting that this person was sleeping with multiple partners. But the worst part is probably by the time that you take a test, you've gotten to know the child and maybe you've you know formed a bond with the child, and then suddenly you're told Can you're you not, not do the, the father. Any tests before? Like, was the baby born to this person? Can you get a test? Can you get that sorted before I have no they're born? Idea. Do let us know. Actually, he's typing. Um, um, but but um, I imagine how tragic. long were you? How long were you waiting, thinking that this was yours? Yeah, <gasps> I have heard of that happen. Really, really, I is have. There some scumbag women out there. Yes, 
that are sleeping with many of men and they don't know which one the dad is so they just you're take a wild guess. You're all the father. Guess. You're all, it's all just mixed together and now... Oh, that's tragic. I was heartbroken. Yes, I was with the child for six months. Oh, no. Like, that is awful. That is absolutely awful because I'm sure it was a shock to begin with. But you're suddenly you, told that, the oh, by the way, you're expecting a, a baby and maybe it wasn't planned and then... What made you get the test then? Six months into well, it. Well, maybe he knew that she was seeing other people and wanted to double check. And right, exactly what you were saying a second ago, Saoirse, how many times has that actually happened? So how many people are not the father of their, their oh, kids? Oh, stop, that's horrific. It's like an episode of Maori, what's it, Maori Povich? What's the guy's name? Maori, yeah, or yeah, yeah. Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Yeah. yeah. Jerry Springer. Yeah. Who were the other ones? Ricky Lake. I don't know if Ricky Lake was yeah. ever that... Uh, Dates didn't match up. The dates didn't match up. Unbelievable. It's like, the baby is six months of age. We haven't slept in the land. That actually gives me the shivers. Honestly, it really does. And it just shows how much control women have over that aspect of their lives. And then I know there's tons of men out there when you get into the whole legal side of things, if it's... Because the law is on the woman's side. Oh, listen. When it comes to that. As a woman, even that infuriates me. Infuriates me. Now, we could do a whole show on that, but I'm not going to get into that. Uh, let's do a whole show and it'll be fine. You are not the father. Oh my God. And then you are the father and they don't let you see the child. No, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're, they're and because you're not married or maybe you are married and they still don't let you see Your the name child. might be on the uh, birth certificate. Yeah. Madness, uh, madness. Anyone who does that is a vile human being and needs to go to hell. They, um, for all of the uh, the the laws in this country that may favour men I don't know much do but I hope those. they're changing I think they are s- yeah. changing I know slowly but I think they are changing fingers crossed thankfully we'll sort that out uh, sooner rather than later anyway uh, that's us for this evening thank you for joining us here on Room 104 tonight podcast will be updated shortly as well tomorrow night as we mentioned Poker Face is back Control Alt Delete is back and also uh, we'll have a few more <coughs> dick runners on the show as well for you tomorrow night if you want to get involved go out and do a run tomorrow in the shape of a willy it's all to help raise awareness and funds for Movember the leading men's health charity not only in this country but in Europe and around the world so listen Will Lovies and Leavies Jim Jim and Nobby back tomorrow morning from 6am and as always Ihoa Ihoa we'll talk to you tomorrow good luck to you FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.